1: For those lives full of thrilling emotions, the all-powerful, all-fun Kia GT Sedans. Kia. Movement that inspires. Limited inventory available. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah, <sighs> oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Johnson Wax program with River McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax Products for Home and Industry present Fibber, McGee, and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Bill Leslie. Music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. If one of your friends said to you, I keep house with wax, would you know what you meant? Well, if you went over her home room by room, I think you would. Because in every one of those rooms, from the front door through the kitchen, you'd find evidence of wax protection, wax polished beauty. You'd find mellow, shining floors that grow lovelier with every application of Johnson's wax. Tabletops, radios, chair arms that gleam with wax protection, that are so easy to keep clean and sparkling. Windowsills that laugh at winter weather. Picture frames, leather articles, kitchen equipment whose bright, richly polished appearance adds so greatly to the charm of your home. Yes, you'd find in every room evidence of regular applications of Johnson's Wax to all kinds of surfaces, protecting them, preserving them, adding beauty and length of life, and saving hours of housework. That's what we mean by protective housekeeping with Johnson's Wax. Believe me, it will pay you to try it. You'll find many special uses for all three forms of Johnson's Wax, paste, liquid, and cream. (laughs) Winter arrives in Whistful Vista today with a hey, nonny, nonny, and a shut that door. Colder than a Russian veto. And the snow is horn high to a tall spear. But at 79 Whistful Vista, all is cozy. In the fireplace, a big hunk of wood is crackling merrily. And on the Davenport, another big hunk is wisecracking merrily. As we meet Fibber McGee and Molly.
2: Listen to that wind outside, will you, kiddo? Pity the poor pedestrian on a night like this. Brutal weather, isn't it? Yep. My Adam's apple got frostbitten last night, and I woke up with laryngitis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you better stay inside, kiddo. It's snowing worse than ever. I haven't seen the air so white since that cyclone hit the feather mattress package.
3: <laughs>
2: and that wind.
3: Strong, is it?
2: Strong. Brother. Persistent. sister. <laughs> I popped out to get the milk off the porch this morning, and when I pulled my head back in, my hair was braided like a hangman's rope. I couldn't even comb it. I had to unweave it. It's cold, too, I imagine. Cold. I stuck my nose out to get the morning paper and yanked it back with a bird's eye label on it. Uh, <laughs> oh, Miggy. <McGee. clears throat> well, I'm certainly glad I don't have to go out tonight. Uh, this is the kind of storm that has polar bears looking for warm ice. <laughs> you said it. Personally, <laughs> I was... Well, heavenly days. I wonder who that is. I don't know who he is, but I know what he is. (laughs) Come in, stupid. Oh, my, it's Dr. Gaines. Oh, hi, Doc. Hello. Nice day, if you're a penguin with a high metabolism. (sighs) My goodness, Doctor, isn't it a little risky to travel about in a storm like this? I haven't been out myself, but McGee says it's colder than a jury summons. That is the understatement of the month, my dear. It's some ugly talk downtown of lynching the weatherman. But I think cooler heads will prevail, and they'll shoot him instead. <laughs> Incidentally, have you lost your voice, Molly, or are you just trying to keep this confidential? Well, now, uh, when I woke up this morning, uh, never I. Never mind, never mind, my dear. Let me look at your throat. They are. Ah. Uh... Don't worry about your gold inlay, Sissy. I'm watching him. <laughs> hmm. That doesn't look bad. Use a good gargle and stay in the house. Don't talk any more than you have to for a couple of days. And if you have to communicate with your husband, write him a note using small words and large print. <laughs> All right, Doctor, I'll do that. I think I'll go upstairs now and gargle and let you boys talk. Good night, Doctor. Well, if it hasn't cleared up a little by morning, let me know. Good night. See you later, baby. Ah, there goes a good thing. What you got there, sportscaper? Postcard for you. It was left to Mrs. Jellifont by mistake. Oh, thanks, Bagwell. I'll bet old Mrs. Jellifont has memorized it and had sets made for this one. Nosy, is she? Nosy. That old Curtin' Twitcher spends so much time spying on the neighbor, she's growing F.B. eyebrows. Oh, come now, don't judge her too harshly, billiard head. Mrs. Jellifont was disappointed in love. No kidding? Yes. She married a man with $4 million and poor health. He lost it all in 1929, had to go to work, and now he'll live till he's 100.
3: <laughs>
2: Sad case. Well, I hope you appreciate my playing mailman in this blizzard. Yeah, that's awful nice of you, Doc. You know, I was just thinking, Doc, you must be getting old. You're starting to do nice things for people.
3: <laughs>
2: if that's a sign of advancing age, Hammerhead, you have discovered the fountain of youth. Mm-hmm. What's the postcard say? What do you mean, what does it say? You read it five times on the way over here, and you know it. Of course I did. Well, there's up package at window five. What is that, a delayed Christmas gift? I'm not expecting it. How about your dear old Aunt Sarah? Hmm? The one you say has more money than General MacArthur has quotations.
3: <laughs>
2: Aw, oh, she never sends us a Christmas present. You ever see a sailor tying his shoelaces? No, I don't believe so. Why? Well, no. Aunt Sarah is tighter than his pants. That old dame is about as open-handed as twelve o'clock. Oh, gosh, I wonder what that package is, though. Well, whatever it is, I hope it'll keep. Looks like this storm is going to last through August. Yeah, I bet it so is. I hope it's nothing little will spoil. Such as what? Well, I don't know, but an old friend of mine that I and he used to be in Vaudeville together with a song and dance act, McGee and Nittany, songs and witty things... We'd open in two with a grass matching and give my regards to Broadway, though neither one of us had ever been, Mr. Cleveland, east of Cleveland. See mm-hmm. threw that one clear across the lake. But nobody knew that. But he sent me some elderberry wine in the mail once. Fred I uh, won't. Fred Nittany. Oh, Fred Nittany, yeah. Uh, I won't try to go back and unravel that monologue, Joy Boy. Now, how was the elderberry wine when you did get it? I don't know. There was an explosion in the post office today day it was due, and I was scared to go down and inquire about it. Well, I've got to get back to the hospital. This is just the kind of a night that thoughtless little babies decide to be born on. <laughs> okay, Paunchy. Turn your collar up good around your neck. Don't tell me you're getting solicitous about my health. Not at all. I just don't want passers-by to think we know anybody that needs a haircut that bad.
3: <laughs>
2: That's what I thought. Well, here I go. Into the wild, white yonder. Good night. <laughs> Good night, Doc. Boy, what a night. If it wasn't so far to the post office, I'd... Oh, don't be a chump, McGee. It ain't a fit night out for man and beast. Still, if that is a package for Aunt Sarah. Oh, don't be silly. She wouldn't give you the correct time. What are you scared of, McGee? A little wind? Okay, I'll go. Okay, here. Put on your coat. Thanks. Here's your hat. Thanks. Hey, Molly. I'm going to the post office to pick up a package. If I ain't back in two hours, send my green necktie to Uncle Dennis.
1: Billy Mills to the orchestra play. It's a pity to say goodnight.
2: this yeah, is terrible. I should have passed the mailbox on the corner 15 minutes ago. I haven't been so lost since I tried to find the men's lounge at the YWCA.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: This has got me worried. I better stop at this house and ask where I am. Ooh. What's the matter, dearie? Forget something? What? <laughs> is this our house? Boy, I was just trying to find out where I was, Molly. Oh, I geez. can't see ten feet in this blizzard. I've been traveling in a circle. Well, how can you tell? I lost an overshoot ten minutes ago, and now I got it on again. <laughs> hey, don't stand in the doorway with that bad throat, kiddo. I'll be back in a little while, I hope. Take care now, dearie. Where am I? Oak Street should be to my left. A streetcar just went by, and there's no streetcars on Oak Street.
3: Hey,
2: there's no streetcars in (laughs) Miss Obisca. Just buses. Maybe it's just a truck. Boy, am I windy. I gotta run someplace and get warm. Wonder who this is. Well, my gosh. Hi, Wimp, old man. You live here? Can I come in for a minute? Oh, hello, Mr. McGee. Say, do come in.
3: Thanks.
2: Hey. Oh, sure is a blizzard out there, Wimp. I haven't taken such a pushing around since I sold my tailor tie. Certainly is stormy, all right. That's it. In fact, I'm quite perturbed about seeing things like my big old wife. The sweetie thing? Is she out in this storm, Wimp? Yeah. I'm worried. Oh, well, take it easy. I was out in it and nothing happened. That's what worries me, Mr. McGee. If you can do it, he can do it. Where'd she go? Skiing. Oh. Can I make you some hot coffee or something, Mr. McGee? I have a cheeky recipe for coffee wimple. What's coffee wimple? I mean, what's coffee wimple? Oh, it's just an idea I got one day while I was putting around the kitchen. Puttering, you mean? No, putting. Oh, I was trying to put a golf ball into a paper cup and I hit it too high. Oh. Knocked a can of cocoa in the coffee pot, and when I tasted it it was half cocoa and half coffee. Quite good, too. Oh <laughs> Well, that's nothing new, Wimp. That's what they call Russian chocolate. It is? Mm-hmm. Well, if it disagrees with everybody the way it did with me, I can understand why they call it that. <laughs> Certainly is hard to get along with. <laughs> well, I hope I didn't disturb you with whatever you were doing tonight, Wimp. By the way, where'd your wife go skiing? She asked me where was a good place. I told her up on Harrigan Hill. Harrigan Hill? My gosh, Wimp, that's no place to ski. There's a 400 foot gravel put. A uh, gravel pit at the bottom of it. <laughs> gravel pit at the bottom of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I guess I wasn't the right one to ask, was I? Well, maybe somebody will probably warn her before she starts down. I suppose so. But I wish people would just mind their own darn business. Well, I better get going or the post office will be closed. Good night, Winston. Thanks for letting me get warm. Good night, Miss McGee. Again. Can't even see a sign. All this snow. Hey, there's some letters on this window. See if I can make them out. C-H-I-L-I. Chilly. They think that's funny.
3: In some
2: sense, I'd heave a rock through that window. Now, let me see. I'm getting numb. I'll duck inside this place. Looks like a warehouse or something. Hey! Anybody here? Hey. Uh, is there
1: something I can do for
2: you? Oh, hello, pal. Wilcox, is this your office? Yes. But what brought you
1: out in this kind of weather? I'm going to the post office to pick up a package, Junior. Package of what? I
3: don't
1: know. Who's it from? I don't know that either. What's so important about it? Trick me.
3: <laughs>
1: you
2: don't know what it is or who it's from or why it was sent, but you'll risk your life to prowl around in this blizzard. Who's risking his life in a blizzard? I got a compass with me, haven't I? Oh, have you? Sure. Right here in my overcoat someplace. Well, here it is. See? Mm Mm-hmm. Where'd you get that? I had that for years. I take it on all my hunting trips.
1: Look, pal. That's not a magnetic compass. That's the kind of compass you draw circles with.
3: (laughs) You know, a
2: point on one leg and a pencil on the other... So what? It's always brought me where I wanted to go and took me back. Well, how in the world do you tell directions with it? Pull the prongs apart till they form a straight line. Point one of them due south, and the other leg will point north. It never happened. Well, I must say, that's very ingenious. By the way, where's Molly? I left her home. She's got a little laryngitis and shouldn't talk. So I had to get out of the house for a while, because you know how gabby I am. Oh. I <laughs> thought if it. Oh, excuse me. Sure, Junior. If a, man, if a man hangs up,
1: don't answer. <laughs> Westover, Vista Branch, of SC Johnson & Son Incorporated. Racine, Wisconsin. Makers of Johnson's Wax. Face liquid, and cream. Wilcox speaking. Oh, hello, Cavanaugh. That's Cavanaugh, pal. One of our top salesmen. Oh, send him over to see me. I haven't had a top since I
2: was a
1: kid. <laughs> uh, hello, Cavanaugh. Yes. Oh, uh, did you tell her that blowcoat needs no rubbing or buffing? You did. Did you tell her it shines as it dries? He did. Well, look, Cavanaugh, just stress the fact that Glowcode will help restore the life and color to her linoleum, and it'll be so much easier to keep clean. What? Huh? You did, and she bit you in the leg. Well, keep at it, Cavanaugh. Goodbye.
2: Customer bites the salesman, Waxy.
1: Oh, no, no. It was too stormy to call on people and too late, so he was rehearsing his sales talk on his fox terrier.
2: Why did the mutt bite him?
1: Frustration, I guess. Oh. No fun tracking up the kitchen linoleum if it's got glow coat on it. Uh.
2: <laughs> well, now that you got that off your chest, Waxy, why don't you run along? What do you mean? Go away. You put in your pitch for paste and cream, so take a powder.
3: <laughs>
2: I beg your pardon. This is my office. Huh? Oh my gosh, I'm the one that's got to go this time. Well, thanks for the hospitality, Junior. I'll see you later. Go so on, Sal. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen Walrus, tonight. <laughs> Snowflakes are closer together than Vandenberg in 1948. Must be a building nearby. I smell something cooking. Smells like coffee. Hmm, garlic pickles. Must be a drugstore near here. Like a... Ah, here we are. Ah, might as well play the pinball machine for a while till I get warm. Wonder if I got a nickel. Aye, oh, yeah. here we are. Mhm uh-huh. uh uh-huh. 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 another nickel, McGee, at a low rate of interest. Oh, hi, La Latrivia. No, thanks. I just stopped in here to get warm. Got to get down to the post office and pick up a package. A package of what? I don't know. I got a card from the post office. It says pick up package at window five.
0: Well, if you're going to the post office, McGee, you'd better saddle and mount it. Closes in 14 minutes.
2: Hey, by the way, you're the mayor of this town, Latrivia. Why don't you call him up and tell him to wait for me? Sorry, McGee, I can't do it. Why not?
0: Well, I'll try to explain. Huh? As mayor of this municipality, I have at my disposal certain patrons. Jobs to be awarded. Huh. Usually, I try my best to see that those jobs are capably filled, regardless of political affiliation. Sure, sure. Now then, the postmaster of this city, one Tiffany H. Crud, has a nephew who is the mental equal of practically nobody. (laughs)
3: Let
0: us be charitable and say that this young man does not know an axe from an oboe. To call this specimen a jerk would be to vilify every soda dispenser in America. Sounds like a great kid, see. You going to
2: adopt him? <laughs>
0: the young man's uncle, Tiffany H. Crud, the postmaster, recently asked me to appoint this insufferable delinquent to a responsible position in the city's treasury office.
2: Yeah, but what does that to The reply
0: about? I gave Mr. Crud fully explains why I cannot ask him to keep the post office open for you. Hmm. So you'd better be on your way. You said it. Well, so long, Lester. Good night, <laughs>
1: Of the king's to sing Winter Wonderland.
4: Over the ground lies a blanket of white, a heaven of diamonds shines in the night. Two hearts are thrilled in of the chill and the weather. Play that dream, are you listening? In the lane, all is Christmas. A wonderful sight, we're happy tonight walking in a winter wonderland. Gone away is the bluebird, here to stay is a new bird. He sings a song as we go along, walking in a winter wonderland. In the meadow we can build a snowman. Let's pretend that he is quite of He'll say, are you When you're later on we'll conspire as we dream by the fire to face unafraid the plans that we made walking in a winter wonderland. Walk in
2: the post office. Where you are, mister, it's due north. Oh, thanks. Uh, how far? Well, it's a rough guess, but I'd say about uh, 13 inches. Huh? Oh, my gosh, I'm standing right in front of it. Huh. Oh, thanks, No, well, Not at all, but you better hurry. It's closing time, and the clerk's a crabby old coot. He is, eh? Yeah, and I ought to know. He's my grandfather. Good night. Anybody on duty? Hey, are you still open? Hey, where is everybody? Cut that bell and Johnny. You're noisy enough to wake up the dead letter office. <laughs> well, I'll be high, old-timer. You work here? Do I work here, the boy says. He's standing behind the counter, ink up to my elbows, green eyes stayed on, he's rolled up, pen behind my ear, rolled air mails in my hand, and he asked me if I'm working here. No, Johnny. I'm a traveling music taster for the government. Let's stop in make like a few special deliveries. Let's <laughs> start them up with plates there. Look, old-timer, I got a notice from this post office that there's a package here for me. You see? Here's the card. Hey, this card says window five. Oh, what? I don't work at window five. I work at window three. Airmail. mail. Sorry, boy. Good night. Hey, hey, come back here. Look, you lantern-jawed old fossil. You uncivil, civil service man. If you think i battled my way down here through four foot of snow to get the brush off from you, you're off your onion. Now, give me that package, or I'll slap you in a sack and air you to Washington, D.C. No, 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 not that, honey, not that. I'll get your package. Got any idea what it was? I don't even know who it's from. Now, well, let me take a look around here, Mike. <laughs> hey, you want to see my stamp collection? No, I don't. I just want to get my package and go home. Well, you can be looking at my stamp collection while I look for your package. There they are. Keep your eyes on those, boy. You mean, is this your stamp collection? Yep. I've won ever since I was a kid. <laughs> Finally started it this week. Got some beauties there, ain't I? Look at this one here. This one says... Saddle. This one says... This side up. Look at this one. Use no hook. <laughs> it's got a body some of the handles and I'll have the prettiest stab collection in town. <laughs> yeah, very impressive. Now, how about my package? Yeah, get it right here, Johnny. Stand for down this line. Yeah, that's it. Hey, you gonna unwrap it here? You're doggone shooting, I am. Let's after all the torture and hardships I've been through to satisfy my curiosity about this package, I certainly am. not Well, if that isn't the dirtiest! What a Slog My way through three miles of blizzard for what? Throw that thing back in the bin, Gramps. I'll be back for it in April. What is it, Johnny? Look at it. Spring seed catalog.
3: Oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs>
1: seen dull, faded linoleum change right before your eyes to bright, sparkling linoleum? No, there's no catch in it. That's exactly what happens when you use Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. There's no rubbing or buffing and very little work on your part. Yet in 20 minutes, while you wait, this remarkable wax floor polish makes old floors shine like new. Keeps new floors always beautiful. All you do is apply glow coat and let it dry. As it dries, Johnson's glow coat shines to a smooth, long-lasting polish. Try it on your printed and inlaid linoleum and linoleum rugs, too. See the gleaming beauty it gives them. At the same time, protecting them from dirt and wear. With glow coat protection, still things wipe up in no time. Muddy footsteps and dirt can be wiped up instantly, leaving the colors fresh and bright as ever. Try it, won't you? But for a really bright shine, be sure to ask for the real thing. Johnson self-polishing glow coat.
2: I was getting awfully worried about it. Mm, you should have been worried, kiddo. What a night. When I finally got that dad ratted post office, you know what that package was? What was it? The spring seed catalog. I was so burned up, I threw it in their face and just walked out. Oh, McGee. And I wanted to start planting my flowers out. What? You did? Well, he was, Molly. Yes, if I, don't... I was going to put three rows of crocuses across the front porch. Huh? And in the side yard, some tulips and. Gladiola and back of the garage and Mr. Thurston. Well, if I don't known know and I thought as long as you were so fond of donations that we could have some by the back porch and get some fish. Where's my miss? Uh, McGee, how are you going? Back to the post office.
1: Good night. Good night, all. This is Marla Wilcott speaking for the makers of Johnson's White Products for Home and Industry inviting you to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night, This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Network. That's chumbacasino.com.
4: No purchase necessary. D D W group void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.